Touchdown in Croke Park for the first official Irish Steelers watch party. The party will take place in the Hogan Suite at Croke Park on Sunday, November 19th, when the Pittsburgh Steelers play their divisional rivals, the Cleveland Browns, at 6pm. The night will include full match coverage on multiple screens. There'll be analysis, entertainment and, of course, American tailgate-inspired food and beverages. There'll also be appearances from Steelers legends and a special edition pop-up shop selling merchandise on the night. Tickets for the party are €20 and are available now from croakepark.ie forward slash Steelers. Hurry before they're all gone and make sure you take your chance to be a part of NFL history right here in Ireland. Welcome into the Irish NFL show against the odds week one betting. We're back to the new season. Staying in Quigley's again. Back to our pearls. Show me our pearls of wisdom in terms of selecting teams for this weekend. The Lions, the handicaps. Not the Lions as in the Detroit Lions. The Lions on the games. Owls, Reds, and Money Lion. All the teams that come with the madness of betting on an NFL Sunday. Christina, you finally got to a new season. We are back, baby. At the time of recording, it is literally... 13 hours until we have football. How excited are you, Brian? Because I know I'm so excited right now. Can't really say what's going to happen, but I'm very excited. It feels a bit surreal. It's like you look forward to it so much and you get to the day in which the games are not. Even when you're watching the fourth game, in particular on the Sunday, it's like I can't believe I'm actually watching the NFL football again because it's just, it's so long. Sunday sleep is for the week. I am going to be up at one thirty watching tonight's game. So I've been off for so long. It is so good to be back. We've had preseason. We had the college football here in Ireland. We've had some college games last weekend. If people were watching it on whatever streaming service they were using, now it's the time for the NFL. And I'm so excited. You guys put up your NFL actual predictions as well for Super Bowl. I will come back to you guys on that because I'm a little bit. There's one or two wall cards there. I was a little bit surprised, um, including the Steelers making it pretty much towards the end. So, yeah. Well, I didn't have the Steelers making it anywhere. <laughs> I have the Browns in the playoffs, and I get a lot of heat for that because people are not happy with the Browns, obviously, because the Sean Watson, it's not a popular selection, but I do believe it's it's going to become reality. But um, maybe I'll have egg on my face. I was right last year when I went with the Seahawks to make the playoffs, and everybody thought I was mad. But we are going to jump in some games, three games in particular we're going to look at over the course of the weekend. They're all from Sunday and uh, the first game at the time of recording uh, this game is the Vikings hosting the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Baker Mayfield uh, Tampa Bay Bucks that feels strange as well. Saying that Vikings coming off a big season 13-4 losing in the playoffs to the Giants but a lot of expectations still on the Vikings under Kevin O'Connell they are five and a half points um, but the spread is five and a half points in terms of they're the favourites. The books are getting five and a half points over under 46. Uh, a lot of people feel this is going to be a blowout potentially arguably one of the easier games this weekend. Do you buy into that? Do you think this Vikings team are ready to go and win this game comfortably? Or do you think there's a surprise come Sunday? You know what? Time I, I think it's actually a surprise game that's going to happen regardless. I really do. Look, at Baker Mayfield is the football version of me. If you look at my LinkedIn, I've had so many career changes. I'm practically Barbie envisioned. All right. I'm the Irish Barbie. However, Baker Mayfield has done that across the NFL. He's been with so many teams. Every time we started this podcast, he's always been at a new team this season. He has a lot to prove for sure. He has to revitalize his career. Tampa is well established now as well. They've had Brady there. It was a short time, but they got the Super Bowl. The team knows what they need to do to be able to actually bring themselves a little bit further. I do think, though, that with 
Jefferson going to be going up against Mike Evans and Chris Goodwin. That's going to be a really, really good battle for sure. Can't see past the Vikings though, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I do think they're going to be five points ahead, six points ahead at the most. Um, I do think Tampa are going to come back and say they've got something to prove. I agree with John that. I think yeah, the Vikings cover. Um, it will be one of my plays of the weekend. What about the total? 46 and a half. I'm going to lean under. I think um, it's not going to be as high scored as people may see him. There's a lot of precarious outs at the weekend. We, it's very hard to, to know the, the bookies are spots at 90 against games from last year as opposed to what they think is going to happen. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under too, but I do think it's still going to be a high-scoring game. I think this is going to be a tit for tat that no one was ready for at the start of the season. Imagine if that happens as an opener. That's just going to set the scene for a great, great season. Some people may say after this game of Sunday, if the Vikings pull it out late or squeak past them, you know, with a field goal win, it's the Vikings of old finding ways to navigate victories when they when that when there's a big expect, expectation going into the game. I think we're both comfortable. We think there's more than a five and a half point win here, potentially a touchdown win, maybe more, and we're both in under. So we're aligned on the first one. The second one is a very difficult one to call. Um, I'm, I'm unsure as to why we leaned on this game, but um, I'll show it out there. It's the Packers. Jordan Love Packers knew in a sense to say that as well that Aaron Rodgers has left the building. There's a kind of a, a freshness about the Packers this year. They're not highly expected to go to playoffs by a lot of people. I, again, they were one of my teams to make the playoffs. That's kind of a surprise. I've gone with them. Against the Bears, Bears are favourites. It's been a long time since the Bears have been favourites against the Packers. Very short price, one and a half points on the line and obviously the over under 44 and a half for me is quite low. So interesting to hear your thoughts on this one because this one may, we may differ on this one. I'm interested to see where you're going. So I, 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 I love the Bears. Don't get me wrong. I've got a soft spot for the Bears. One of our great friends is actually a Bears fan. Um, but the Bears are coming out of a season and a year or a few years of a decade where they've been the weakest link in the NFC North. They've been the little brother to Green Bay Packers. And that's only because Aaron Rodgers and his magical arm was there. Aaron is gone. So I think the Bears are feeling a lot more confident in being able to actually show the Packers this year with quite a young team that they are going to be the head of the NFC North. Look at the Jordan Love era begins. We've all heard this story over the last few years. He's been picked up two years ago. He was a rookie for the last two years. He's had two years with Aaron Rodgers to really understand the game, see how to do it, become more strategic with his game. I do think, though, with the running backs of um, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, we're going to see a really fearsome duo this season. People forget these guys are young, but they're young and hungry. They want to go. They want to show their worth, and they also want to stay within the NFL. I'm going to go with the Packers. I think it's going to be a quite a low-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be a huge-scoring game. I do think that the Packers are going to be ahead by maybe four or five points, not by much. And I know that everyone is favouring the Bears in some cases, but you know what? Packers will do it. I had an interview with Brian Leaf, former NFL quarterback this week, and he said, I think the Packers have got it right again. I think in a year or two's time, we're all going to be saying, happily, if they manage to find quarterback in the future. I'm going to side Packers as well in this, in this but I think that team last year with Aaron Rodgers that wasn't himself still managed to find a way to be in the playoff form come week 18. They lost to the Lions. They haven't lost a lot of players. The defense is still intact. They have some younger players on offense like you touched on there. And obviously, Hopper play a good run game. I'm going to go Packers to set the odds slightly. Um, I don't, I won't agree with you on, on the points. I, I think 44 and a half is quite low. I think this game could be a little bit high, more high scoring. I think Justin Fields and Jordan Lowe will put up numbers. And uh, I'll go on the over. I think it's one of the lower overs. Yeah, under uh, totals for the weekend. So over for me, Packers win. We're a knock step on Packers winning that game, which means the Bears are going to win. Another one, 
precarious one. And precarious because these two, when they play each other, despite the forms of each team over the course of the last five years, we saw when the Rams were going for the Super Bowls, the Seahawks were in a difficult period, but yet they played each other tough. Same last year when they played each other in, in December and both games came down to the end. Week 18, there was a game uh, pre-Christmas as well. But the Rams, without a Cooper Cup, a lot of things, people said they're still paying the mortgage on the Super Bowl, go into the 12th man, and that's Seahawks in Lincoln Field. And Seattle are heavily, heavy favourites in the sense they're 2-5 on the money line. Handicap is kind of floating anything from 4.5 to 5.5. I think we'll park at 5.5, that thing's the general consensus. Are you buying into Seattle this year? Do you think Seahawks will get off a fast start at home against the Rams in a divisional clash? I 100% think it's going to be the Seahawks. I'm going to go with that five and a half, maybe even six over. Um, I do think that, look at the Rams have come back. This is their year where they kind of have to prove something. They had the worst season for any Super Bowl rating championship champion with the losses that they suffered in 2022. It was shocking. It really was. There's a lot of pressure on them to come back this year. We have Geno Smith, you know, he actually played a blinder last year. The Seahawks surprised all of us and got towards the playoffs. We were all shocked recording the podcast last year. It's great. It's really good to see. I do think the Seahawks are going to go further this year for sure. I actually think Cullum had them picked for the Super Bowl this year. Um, That's right, yeah. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, I do think they're not going to make the Super Bowl, but I do think they're going to go even further into the playoffs than what we expect this year for sure. So it's going to be the Seahawks. It's going to be over. Don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game, though. So you're cor- you haven't covered the handicap. I was slightly... I think it's a strange one because I could see I can give a rationale to why, why the Rams with Matthew Stafford back healthy and keep it. I'll, I'll cite Seahawks to cover. I think there's more than enough in, the, in that team to have at least a touchdown victory. 45 and a half on the total over under. Are you expecting a high scoring game or do you think we'll see? I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. I, I think it's going to be quite a physical game but I don't really see it being quite a high scoring game. Right, so we're both on the Seahawks. We're both on the Packers. Or vote on the Vikings. Uh, I go over. I'll go over on the Seattle game. I think forty-five and a half. I think it strikes me as a twenty-seven twenty type of game, and that would bring it to the offer. So I'll go two. I'll go two overs and one under. Um, any other particular game in the course of the weekend that you look forward to? Is it your Patriots against the Eagles, or is there any other game that you're you're looking at? I mean, the the Chargers and the Dolphins, I believe, is the Sky game at nine o'clock, and I can understand why they've selected that because you, you you would expect two explosives. Offenses. Is there any particular game that has intrigued you going into the first weekend? It no, it's no fear that obviously I'm not going to be watching the um, Patriots game. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. It's it's against the Eagles. We are so far away from being able to actually contend against the Eagles at any stage. I'm really looking forward to actually seeing what the Steelers do. Really and truly, Steelers 49ers. I think the Steelers have done a lot of trade, a lot of good business this season. I think the 49ers obviously being champions are, are going to be proving a lot for sure but I do think the Steelers have a lot to show um, we've seen Kenny Pickett last year we've seen what he's done I do think this is going to be a year for Mike Tomlin to actually showcase the talent that he's built and show that there is a life outside of having his all these big former players for sure and I don't I definitely think that that's going to be one to watch I'm also looking forward to the Broncos and Raiders game I think that's going to be as we look at him, he'll be expecting a first win under Sean Payton. Payton's been talking a lot over the last few months. We've seen them do a lot of business as well during the off-season, so I definitely think it's going to be interesting to see how they go up against the Raiders. Um, and again, you know, 
we need to see how Rust has actually been transformed under new management. Because before this, it was the Rust show. Now we're kind of starting to see that this is more the Peyton show than anything. Um, so I definitely think it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. And the Raiders have had their number for quite some time. So Jimmy G is now obviously the quarterback. They'll be interested to see how he plays. I'm going to go back into the AFC North, not the Steelers, but the Browns and the Bengals play each other. Oh, I was a really tough slog of a game. Um, the Browns beat them last year on a Monday night football. In my end, the Browns this year, I'd be interested to see how Deshaun Watson plays. And is Joe Burrow really 100% fit, having had an injury for an hour's parts of training camp? And obviously, they've, he's packed, he's practiced and he's going to play on Sunday. Interesting to see any adverse reaction to that one. And then, of course, Sunday night football. Wait all day for Sunday night football. The Giants hosting the Cowboys. Can't wait. The Giants have to book the trend and finally beat this Cowboys team. Next week, and then a week, you know, the NFL season that flies by. You get there, and all of a sudden, before you know, it's week seven, week eight. But next week, we'll be back selecting three more games. Looking forward to Sunday. Looking forward to see what field you have an offer out your way, as always. Very uh, Been very excited. Been, pra- been practicing planning the menu all season. You have no idea. I live, breathe, think about NFL Sunday food. So I can only imagine. Looking forward to Sunday. Seeing it as always. Thanks for your time. Looking forward to doing this again next week. Thanks, Brian. Bye.